All right, this is take number two. You're not going to know that because we're not going to release the first take. I wasn't recording. I was already, I was exp expressing to Jesse how <laughs> irritated I am, how much I don't want to be here. Then I realized we weren't recording. Subconsciously, you just that didn't helped. record yourself. That's Brady smart. crapping all over everything outside, by the way. Going out like oh nine times today. Did you, did you throw the tennis ball with the thing I got you? He's I got you the tennis ball fetch. thing. He's laying around dying from a stomach infection or something. I don't know what's wrong with him. Wait, so, are... Are you not wanting to do this because you have an emotional feeling right now? Like anger is the emotion. I'm feeling. It's anger. OK. Yeah. OK. That's between, fine. Between the dog, some family shenanigans. I'm assuming you heard about this morning. Maybe you didn't. That would have been um, the, that would have been the reason for that call this morning, by the way. That's fine. Oh, OK. Cool. You know what, too? While we're talking about my mother in law, here's a little <laughs> shout out because she's brought this up nine times. Her older sister went to high school with Magic Johnson. Hello. There you go. Liam. Kind of a big deal. Did they ever go on a date or do we know? This is where this is where that story would Should actually get interesting. How do we have a phone call? Timna. That's her well, name. Timna's right? been dead for years, so I don't think that's going to help. Are we not calling her? So we're not. You know what? This is actually perfect. Okay. We'll save the therapist a call today. We'll just talk <laughs> oh. about it right here. It'd be great. Here we go. Um, <laughs> oh. Other than that, fantastic. We're switching up the show today, too. Yeah. Because there's no big picture. The big picture, the whole point of that was to put it on YouTube. We're not really doing YouTube anymore. And we're not doing video anymore on Spotify. I mean, kind of clear the direction the show is going. That's okay. I would, I would I like to, that... I'd like to point out something. There was no one who said we will not be doing any YouTube. It's just that the last couple of weeks there hasn't been a definable YouTube clip to put out there. Oh, really? Chris Ryan slinging soccer fire on here is not definable for YouTube. I mean, Please. don't hey, I'm in your camp. Okay, I want to be in if you want to be in denial, it's okay. I, I see. Uh, no, that's fine. We're going to talk a few things. We're going to do a big mailbag section at the end because we haven't done that lately. And because I'll be honest with you, I was not overly excited about anything that's been happening the last couple of days in sports. So, yeah, I thought, you know what? Perfect chance for a mailbag. Uh, Mark Feinstein from MLB Network is going to jump on. This is the first time in the history of the show I am keeping to the time limit. I told Mark like 12 minutes. At 12 minutes, we're just going to ask Ronick, the new producer, to throw him out. Period. Here's the thing. You told We're me not 10 going. minutes, so now I don't know what to believe. 10 to 12. Is it 10 We're or not, is it 12? 10 to 12. All right. Oh, One of the few notes that made me happy this week. We're getting right into it because I don't. We're not going to do the big picture. Big anymore. picture. <laughs> you know what? Let's do the big picture. Do that again. Take two. Here we go. Do the sound effect, Ronick. Big picture. Ronick is like, I am still just hoping that this show is going in the direction it is so I can get back on a real show. Ronick said that effect. this was the first one he's produced all by himself. And Today is? I, no, well, like our show is like the first one that he's had full reign of. So I don't really I mean, Ronick seems to be like a sh like a good egg. So I don't know if that's like good for us. Interesting. Or if it's like, you didn't think that last week when you called him Roe and he did not like the nickname. It seemed like you guys were off to a rocky start. Are we don't back? know that. We don't know that for sure. We haven't discussed it since then. Ronick, real I'm, quick, jump on here. Scale of one to ten, the chances of you and Jesse ever speaking privately in a friendship <laughs> manner based on your first interaction. Ronick, I pay your bills. I consider us very close already. So. Yeah! Mm, mm, mm. All right, you know what? Let's leave Ronick on here for a second because Jesse is really good. good. Ronick, John ja Morant fan, yes or no? Yeah, I love him. He's great. Really? Oh, okay. We may have just found our third man, by the way. All right, Ronick, get out of here. Ronick, no one needs you. on the air for another month or so, but <laughs> well, we are. You're welcome. So Ronick's a job ja fan. I am egregiously a job ja fan, much to the detriment of my wallet. The dude is killing it lately. He's got here's the thing. I am ready. I am just so ready. Every week, I'm like, you know what? I'm done with him. Time to move on. And all these idiots, everything ultra modern is just going to tank anyways. We'll talk about that with the PSA letter. You know, all this stuff's going to come back. It doesn't matter. No one cares about base, which is stupid. Plenty of people care about base. And most people don't care about population reports. But that's fine, too. That's Not fine. a big deal. Just leads to my aggravation more than anything. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. He put up like him and Anthony Edwards. I didn't see the final stat count. I saw Anthony Edwards was eight for nine from three last night. Put up like 40, 40 or 42 points. Oh. Went nuts. What did Morant do last night, though? Because I know Morant had a game. I know he had a, like, what, 35 and 10? Uh, last night, that was Wednesday. Um, 
He did rebounds, four assists, 10, 37 points. points. 37. Whoa. The last, the last week or so, he's been doing this. So it just well, keeps me hanging. Monday's Here's the game, thing, though. It's keeping me hanging on. What's Monday's game? <laughs> Monday's game was not as good, though. He only had eight points. And the Friday before that, he had eight points. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Last week, though, if yeah. you go back, there was a game last week he had 30-plus double. And the team's still winning. I think they're still like in the 8-9-ish position in the West. I think they yeah. could win a play-in game. I just don't. I, I want to just be like, you know what? I'm done with him. I want to Otani the situation and just dump it all off at a loss. Well, it's not a loss. I've been into it for so long. I'm up either way. I've just come to the realization, unless he does something crazy in the playoffs, his numbers are not going to jump. I don't think Ja, is, at least this year, is going to consistently score. And there's like five or six games left. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be this year. But I'm not so sure if he doesn't go off for 40 in the play-in game. We don't see a nice bump. I will say this. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm selling a big chunk of his stuff as soon as the playoffs start. I think really? I'm really getting out from under almost all my jaw stuff when the playoffs start. Yep. Like I think that's playing all game. of it or you, you're going to hold some or no, I've probably you're just got, done. I've probably got 60 to 75 slabs somewhere in that range. Wow. I think I'm sending it all to Josh and Zach PC, PC sports cards. I'm just going to consign it all. I think I'm going to consign. I may move a few on Facebook. I don't want to even think about it though. Just here it is gone. Here's what done. we need. We need Chris Vernon to come on the show. Give us a hmm. give you a little hope. Well, Vernon does his weekly, uh, his daily radio show. So we have to record early, and we're gonna do that closer to the playoffs. In like two Ooh. weeks, I'm gonna see if Chris will come on and join us. We just have to record earlier. So here's the thing: I'm so nervous. It's him coming on is the equivalent of Bill Simmons coming on. Oh my goodness, I said his name right. I Bill uh, Russell, whatever. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. I I apologize. I feel like his knowledge and his energy level is so beyond oh, anything Vernon's that I can man. provide. Correct. People are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, we'll just have it's obviously Mike and Chris from now on. Right. Jesse's not going to. This isn't going to happen. But if he came on, it was like, you know what, man, I've been really <laughs> looking for like a struggling podcast to really yeah. to really drag up. I know we joke about the third man thing. You oh, become three. I sure. become two. We just yeah. hold on to the code. Not going to yeah, happen. But if, but if Chris on. is looking for like a change, like if he's looking to really downgrade his financial situation Here's and status symbol. I need people we're your to team. realize we're not doing that badly. I know we joke. I'm in a mood. I, I, I'm in a mood. I know. It's, not, it's nobody's fault. I know. I want, I want people to think we're cool. Okay, so John Morant, <laughs> I'm still, I'm I'm excited. I think the team's awesome. I like him. Okay. I think they may win a playoff game, maybe even two and get the eight seed. Um, Depending on where they go, 79, 10, whatever order that is. Mm -hmm. I, I still think, regardless, I'm selling pretty much everything. I'll hold a few prison PSA 10s long term, okay. just, just in case. Okay. Uh. I also saw Marvin Bagley last night for the Kings. Kings are obviously not going anywhere this year. He's averaging 22 points his last three games, put up 31 last night. I don't know why he ever had hype coming in. He was more just a product of everybody loved Prism coming in. I would sell everything under the sun Bagley immediately. I don't think he's a legit player in the league. I'm not saying he's terrible. I don't think he has any legit hobby value long term. You've never heard of him, clearly. No. Uh, I, well, and I'm looking at like his, his point. I mean, he hasn't made over. He's had like... Very Two quiet. games over 20 points. Yeah, I mean, he's, but 31 last night, career high. I would sell him immediately. That's a guy right there. I think people just got so caught up looking for the next guy's prism card. And I don't even know what his prisms are doing now. I would imagine, check that up real quick. 2018 prism PSA 10 Bagley, B-A-G-L-E-Y. That was one of those guys, though. Didn't come out as a huge star. Early first round pick. And I just think like all of a sudden people are realizing and have realized he was also injured a little bit off and on. It's like, why are we investing money? I would, I would, so those were a hundred bucks at one point last year, maybe even early this year. I would say PSA 10 Bagley's sold listings right now. I'm going to guess 35 bucks. Uh, that is a little low, but 50. you're not, you're not 42. terribly. I'll name every number. I'll go into a hundred right now. <laughs> I don't care. We're looking at about $67. I would sell him in a heartbeat <laughs> for $67. Really? Everything wow. under the sun. Gone. Okay. So he's, he's just go. nothing. There's nothing coming. We're from starting that off with like, I'm in a bad mood and we're going up. We're selling jaw during the playoff run. We're selling Bagley yep. immediately. The dogs are barking because I left the TV on I'm trying to give him a little entertainment down there. Griffin. Are you using my YouTube channel barks. again? I am. Matter of fact, I swear I am going to lose it. Every time I turn on my YouTube, they, it's nothing but dog watching birds, birds. They for love dogs. the birds. That's what he's barking I'm at right now. So tired of it. Um, Bucks beat the Nets again. This was two nights ago. And the Bucks Hello. beat the Wiz last night. I still don't care. 
I'm sticking Nothing. with what we Nothing's said Monday on the show. Nothing's going to move that needle. Giannis no. could do anything in the world. It would not Janice change your mind. The, Janice is living the dream. Great player. I just think Durant, Harden, and Kyrie are going to be too much for everybody. I think they're winning a the title. That's it. I'm done with it. So okay. I'm not overreacting to that either. I no. think they're winning. Wow. Okay. Anything else? Will be good? I good. don't. Cut. Are we doing? Are we done with NBA? I'm done with the whole show. Cut it. Um, I do want to make just a couple quick baseball notes. We haven't talked nearly enough baseball because honestly, I haven't watched hardly any. I've been so caught well, up with basketball. Fine about to come on. Don't talk yeah, too that's much. Why, and that's why I had him on. I was like, I don't want to get into a bunch of baseball. I don't, I've just not been interested in the season. To stay. Okay. It's 4,000 games long. Basketball has <laughs> been, you know, keeping me up and then, you know, football, whatever. Um, what else keeps you up at night, Mike? Wander, my dog, diarrhea. Oh, that, my God. Yeah, Brady. That's I not enough. What's gonna keep, I can tell you what's going to keep me up tonight. Oh, God. Brady. Thanks, pal. Uh, Wander hit another home run last night. I ha- I don't know what his track is for the MLB to get the call up, but he is literally hitting at every level. I just, I, number one prospect in all of baseball. I think Wander's an absolute stud. I got to give congrats to Feinstein. He said that when he was first here. So did Steve Peralt. We got to have Peralt back at 1.2. The baseball guys run in pairs. One, then the other. It's perfect. Yes. Yep. Wander's a stud. A couple other guys too. Fairly well known to the prospect crowd, but I think just because of how they've played and they had a big game, both of them had a big game last night. So Riley Green out of 2019 Bowman draft, he ha- he was the number one pick f- or the number one pick for the Tigers. Kid looks like a star. I, I again, he's expensive because he came out with a lot of hype. I think I that's a guy whose prices stay solid. Riley Green, I don't recall. Have we ever talked about Riley Green? Probably not. Young guy. We don't talk a ton of super prospect in baseball, and and the people who are in prospects know he's an absolute star. So Riley Green's a stud. The other guy, a little bit less. Lesser known, Trevor Larnack. I used to call him oh, Larnack, the, mythi- the mythical creature. The Larnack, you know that. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, star. I think he's going to be a stud for the Twins. The Twins farm system is loaded. Kirilov, him. I just think the Twins have a bunch of... Badu came through that system originally. Trevor Larnack is out of 2018 draft. I like him too. Again, not like a big mystery to prospect guys, but if you're dabbling in the prospect world, I always say to guys getting who are just getting into the prospect thing, Go with the bigger names. You don't need to be looking for the 10th round guy, the 400th pick in the draft. Stick with some of the well-known guys, kind of learn that world, and then go from there. Now, before we jump too far, like these guys coming on, like does it matter at all since they're prospects what team they're on? Like, I mean, it used to, but Wander's on the Rays, and nobody cares about that. So, I mean, I know we talked last week about how in order for Trout to get a bump in price, he's got to go to a team that is winning. So... If but the, his team these could guys, do it. If, if the Angels won, yeah. Trout would be awesome. If Trout played okay. on the Orioles and they were going to the playoffs all day, awesome. Um, one note I have here, too. This is out of order, but I don't really care. Flawless sure. football yesterday released. Unbelievable. I love flawless football. Brady is in the Pats and all that stuff. That's actually, I did two straight cash homies this week that are breaker, like teams and breaks. I would buy the Patriots in every case of flawless. Brady and really? Case Autos from Flawless sell for thousands. If you hit the creepy booklets he has, they're going to be like 30 to 50 grand, depending on the patch. Stupid in the numbering. Jeez. Like his 101 out of flawless is going to go for tens and tens of thousands. How much Absolutely. is he going to break? I bought him a couple times yesterday between five and 600. So, but I mean, that's a big return though. Oh, it's a huge chunk. Yeah, it's it, flawless is a high risk, high reward thing. No problem. Yeah. I do want to talk about the PSA letter. I guess we can talk about that until Mark gets here. So Steve Sloan said this as, an, as more of an email letter to vendors. I don't know if they released it on the website. Um, what do you, you actually had some notes? Are you you probably read this a little bit more thoroughly than me. Uh, I think basically it's not anything huge, uh, but it is to say they're doing a lot of work to catch up. Uh, hired they a are, bunch of people. They've hired a a lot of people. I think they said, um, sir, they now passed a thousand employees. Which I mean, that's a sizable company. I want to um, say they were only like 700 when Sloan was on with us. That that's the number I had sound, in my head. Yeah, that does so, sound right. Okay. Um, uh, I think the the thing is they've kind of the wording of this says they're going to start to roll back out uh, or they're on track to start introduce, uh, reintroduce services as of July 1st. I think that's the kind of the question that some people had had. I saw someone comment that too is like, what does that mean? Like July 1st, everything's not back. They're just going to start to roll out some things. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? I don't know exactly it what that means. It seemed positive, though. If you didn't see the letter, it did talk. Overall like, hey, we're, positive. We're catching up big time. They are planning on being, doesn't it mention there, like they're planning on being at nothing, like starting in June sometime? Yeah. 
And yeah. then, uh, and then by the time, like, and once they reopen, they're going to be good to go. That's good and bad. I think it's obviously you got to be careful of flooding the market, but I do think it's a good thing. So, and then Ronick, yeah. I think Mark is in the waiting room. If you want to add him, we'll jump in. Oh God, you got to get Mark in. He he's the only one who who didn't make me feel belittled when he came on and started with his knowledge. I texted Mark this morning too. I was like, hey, random. Guy came on a couple hours notice. Mark, MVP. There he is. MVP finance. what we call him around here. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good, fellas. How are you? Appreciate you jumping on. Doing Super great, man. last minute. So here's the mm -hmm. deal, Mark. I have one goal in mind today. Two goals. You dominate with your baseball wisdom, which is that's going to happen. I'm staying to the 12-minute mark. I told Jesse to throw you out of the, out of the <laughs> Zoom at 12. I go over on every interview I have, and I just talk and talk like an idiot. I have no, no authority. No for me. Talk as long as you'd like. Go ahead. Here man. we go. <laughs> so I honestly, right. we just, I was selling them. I hadn't been paying any attention to baseball. I've been all caught up in basketball, but I've seen some guys making some waves or potentially making some waves. Wanted to get a little input from you, like a buy sell stocks on the rise, time to dump that type of thing. And I thought it fitting. We'd start with Mike Stanton, your boy, the old reliever from the Yankees. <laughs> sure. Yep. Oh, I, I remember Mike Stanton. Yep. He won a few more rings than the current Mike Stanton, right? Oh, boy, he probably didn't miss as many games as the current Stanton either. He was also named Giancarlo, if I remember right, his birthday. That's right. Both of them. That's yep. right. Okay, I got it. So where do you stand on Stanton? Well, I mean, he certainly is red hot. He started out terribly and was getting booed by the limited number of fans that were at the stadium. And now he's everybody's favorite guy. He is crushing the ball. Last 11 games, five home runs, 10 RBIs, 1,400 OPS. The Yankees have come out of their doldrums. Uh, you know, they're eight and three in those 11 games. I know that pleases you to no end, Mike. Um, so much. But, you know, Stanton's been great and he's been helping carry that offense. Uh, you know, people forget because of what's happened with him with the Yankees that this guy is a former MVP. I mean, this was yeah. a guy who was on a trajectory to be a, uh, you know, a 500 home run kind of guy. Uh, and I think his, you know, his cards have probably suffered because of all the injuries and because Massively. of what's happened with him at the Yankees. And right. if this is going to be the guy they have going forward, you know, this is as good a time as any to invest in Stanton, I think. He still has, to me, the most violent swing when he hits a home run. It's smooth, but the dude, like you can tell, there's no shot at Sting. And he just looks angry, doesn't he? I, he does, I, which I'd be angry too if I did. I would not want to be a pitcher standing 60 feet away throwing that guy a fastball just knowing what he's intending to do to it. So if he stays <laughs> healthy, I mean, because that's obviously, that's been his biggest thing for the last, I feel like, since he's been with New York. If he's healthy, though, I mean, is there any reason he can't hit 40 home runs and bat 260, 270. I mean, his average is not going to be great, obviously, but anything besides health holding him back? No, not at all. I mean, with him and Aaron Judge, health is the only thing holding both those guys back from, you know, combining for 80-plus home runs. And uh, Stanton has already shown us what he can do when he's healthy. The fact that he's in the American League helps him. He's basically their full-time DH. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, pulling a hamstring or, or tweaking his knee in the field. And he can just concentrate on hitting. It's just a matter of keeping him in the lineup. And if they can keep him in the lineup and he can keep doing damage like he's been doing, the sky's the limit for him numbers-wise. I'll be honest. I, I, I like having him. I, I hate the Yankees, but I think it's so much more fun when they're relevant. And I think it's better for the hobby. Like, if you have Judge and Stanton there, I just think it's better for everybody. So, so the fact that the Yankees aren't doing great this season, and no offense, I, I don't mean that as a dig, Mark. They're doing, they're pretty team. I don't, I don't play beautiful. for them, Jesse. It's okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um. So the fact that they're not doing great, does that affect the fact that even though he's doing well, does that affect his card value in your opinion, Mike? I don't think so. I mean, like I said, they're eight and three in the game since he came on and started hitting. They're only a game and a half out of first place as we sit here right now. Right. So, uh, you know, they've gotten over that slow start. Uh, they're breathing down the Red Sox next. And I think they're going to make this a fun summer. That whole division has been a lot of fun. Boston, Toronto, Tampa, the Yankees, uh, even Baltimore. I know we're going to talk Who saw about that, that later. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got off to a good start last year. They're not going to be able to sustain it. They don't sure. have the the players to sustain this kind of play. Um, but they're also not an easy out. So those other four teams, you know, a couple of years ago, the Yankees went 17 and two against the Orioles. That's not going to happen this year. They've already played. I think they're four and three against them. Uh, the Orioles are going to be a, a tough out for all those teams, kind of like the Marlins a couple of years ago when they started to come on. Uh, their record wasn't good, but there was no such thing as an easy game against them. So let's keep it in Baltimore. Cedric Mullins, obviously his average is way high. I mean, I think he was around 400 for most of the year. Just seems like he's on a, had a or around 350, not 400. Top near the top in league leader in hits. 
I don't actually know a ton about Mullins. I had forgotten about him after like 2018 because he's been around so long as a prospect. Is Mullins a guy? Same thing. Buy, sell. Where are you at on a guy like him? Uh, I'm probably sort of not feeling it either way. If you have him, I would hold him unless, you know, if you can get some, if you can make a profit on that now, I might do that. You know, he's leading the league in doubles. He's hitting 320. He's got a 902 OPS. He's having a really nice season. The problem is that team won't be relevant for very long. Um, You know, he's not a household name. And I think as long as people are high on him right now, it might be the time to sell. Because even if he continues to play well, the Orioles just don't generate the same buzz. If you have a guy in the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Padres who is hitting the cover off the ball, they're going to be in headlines. They're going to be all over uh, ESPN and MLB.com and all these other websites and all the TV highlights. You're going to see their faces on MLB Network all the time. The you know the Orioles just don't have that buzz about them. So even if he has a great year, it's going to kind of fly under the radar and be quiet because of where he plays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. I, his market's up a little bit. I don't think it's the worst idea to sell right now. Um, two guys coming back from injury. One's back. One's coming back. Kyle Lewis, Cody Bellinger. Well, Bellinger has enough of a track record that once he comes back from this hairline fracture in his leg, I don't think anybody's concerned that he's not going to hit. Right? He's yeah. on the best team in the league, uh, even though they're slumping right now. Yeah, man. He's uh, you know he's as close to a short thing to put up good numbers as there is. Um, so I don't think there's any concern about him long term. The injury right now, if that's brought his his card numbers down a little bit, I would jump on that because when he comes back, he's going to hit and he should you know, regain whatever stature he had before. Kyle Lewis is a different story. This time to start the season, he's off to a slow start. And, you know, I think most of the time, uh, you know, when a guy's in his second year and the league's had a year to figure him out, has tape on him, you wonder if that sophomore slump is going to be an issue. So, uh, you know, I think Kyle Lewis is a guy to monitor. He certainly showed last year he's got a lot of talent and a lot of ability, um, but he's got to do it again before I think he becomes a real factor in the hobby. Yeah, I, I bought him super heavy last week. And then I was like, you know, it, it, I, I started to question immediately after because I was like, man, last year was the bubble. It was such a weird season anyways. You know, it was just shortened and so weird. I was like, I know we had a great couple of months, but I, I kind of feel the same. Sophomore year now, it's like, hey, people have seen you. People have figured you out. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I hope his, if his power numbers are there, that's the only thing that keeps me hopeful with him. And his prices are, when we talked about him last week, down about 75% down they're they're literally selling for about a quarter of what they were in his height last year during the rookie of the year stretch so yeah i'm on the fence i've got a question what's the deal with cody bellinger we we have uh a guy who uh stewart who has been helping us out he was saying how like his brother's junior uh junior league middle school whatever league uh team all of them love Cody Bellinger. Yeah, like the most popular guy amongst guys we talk to. Yeah, I don't understand. Is is there something about him that has a lot of hype? I mean, well, he's won the MVP award. He plays on the best team in the league. World and, Series. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's won the World Series. He's, you know, he's he's been a stud basically since he came into the league. Um, you know, he's still still uh, a bit away from free agency. So, you know, he's going to be with the Dodgers. This is a guy who had 39 home runs in his rookie year at the age of 21. Uh, at the age of 23, won the MVP award. Uh, so you've got a Rookie of the Year award, the MVP award, and the World Series uh, championship, and he's not even 26 yet. So uh, okay. I think, you know, in terms of in terms of young stars in the game, uh, Cody Bellinger's right up there with anybody else. That's a slightly okay. better resume than I had at 25. I'll give him that. <laughs> a slightly better resume than I had at 45. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't sell yourself short, Mark. I, Bellinger's never been on the show. You have been on the show twice now. That's so, true. That's I, don't see those I got something on him. Yeah, I don't see those marks on Cody's. Go break a leg, please, Cody. Uh, all right, too far. Uh, <laughs> too the far. other guy, too, got to ask about him, Otani. I mean, so just to put in reference, Otani's stuff is up about 50 to 70% across the board from the start of the season. Rightfully so. I mean, pitching, hitting. He's even got some, like, attitude on the field, which I kind of like. I know he's another guy with injuries. Where, where do you, uh, it, based on current pricing today, stock up, buying up, or selling? What, what's your thoughts there? I think stock up. I think load up on as much of this guy as you can. Again, health, like Stanton, health is the only thing that's going to get in his way. He's showing his power. I think he's had nine home runs already. He's hitting the, these tape measure shots that StatCast is just in love with every time he every you know, time. ball 115 miles an hour that goes 450 feet. And, uh, you know, he's only thrown 18 innings, but he's thrown 18 really good innings. So he's doing something we haven't seen in 100 years, uh, which makes him really intriguing. 
Uh, and if he can stay healthy and, and do his thing, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. He plays on a team with Mike Trout, and in a lot of ways, he overshadows Mike Trout. So uh, Otani's a fascinating guy to watch. I don't know anybody who doesn't enjoy watching him just because he's doing something we haven't seen in forever. And, you know, it's funny you said that. Trout having, like, statistically, I think they said his best April of his career, which is saying something. His prices are down. We talked about some Monday show. He's, I almost think people have fatigue. It was like when Bonds was on that streak in the early 2000s. It was like, yeah, we know. He's got a million walks, 85 home runs in the first half of the season. It was just stupid numbers. I think it almost got taken for granted. Are they going to win anytime soon? Are we actually going to see the play- Angels oh, in the playoffs? Oh, that's a good question. Ugh. I picked them to make the playoffs this year. I thought their pitching was going to be better than it's been so far. Uh, you know, Tani's pitching well. Dylan Bundy's pitching pretty well. They got a couple guys who are performing okay. But as a whole, you know, they've given up more runs than I think any team in baseball or, or right about there. Um, they've got to figure out the pitching. You can't keep wasting Mike Trout's prime. You've got Trout, Otani, Anthony Rendon, who's back on the IL now. Uh, you know, you've got the, the end of Albert Pujols' career got some really good players there and and it's just a shame to waste it um by not you know by not putting together a pitching staff so if they're in the race if they're in the wild card race or the al west race uh come july i I can see them going out trying to trade for a pitcher because at some point you got to get back to the playoffs and you got to put mike trout back on that stage in october yeah i think that's the best i mean honestly to me that's the only thing that moves his market at this point he he, he's a generational talent but you got to be meaningful games so uh, you were right about Wander. We just mentioned that. Last time you were here, you were telling us how good he is, going to live up to the hype. That dude crushes it at every level. So I, I just, we're just telling people still, I don't care how expensive he is. I think he's going to be, sounds like he's going to get, we're actually going to see some, I think he's going to get the call up at some point this year, they're saying, uh, despite the whole minor league contract. I, I never know how that works, so that's fine. But, I mean, you see that kid slowing down anywhere in the minors? No, there's no reason to think that. I think he's, he's you know, I don't want to say anybody's a short thing, but he's close to a short thing. I think the other guy, I think we talked about him last time as well, is Jared Kelenic. Started in the minors this year. At some point, he will get the call up as well. Uh, And everybody that I've spoken to just can't say enough about this kid. Work ethic, talent, the whole package. Uh, And a little bit of a chip on his shoulder after all the stuff that went on this winter about service time. So you know he's going to come up. And you hope he doesn't try to do too much uh, and let that affect him. But uh, from what I know, everybody who knows this kid says he's going to come up and just start raking right away. Nice. All right, last question for me, because then I'm out of time. Jesse's getting antsy. That's why he scratches his face like that. Uh, anybody you anybody you are on the lookout, like, hey, this is a guy having a great season. We're overlooking him, or just a straight sleeper by the end of the year. Going to be a guy. Any, anybody for the audience to start picking up now, in your opinion? So a couple guys I was looking at. Byron Buxton is off to a phenomenal start with the Twins. Crazy. And this is a guy, this is a guy that we've been waiting. Every this, year. Right? He's been that. Uh, he's a five-tool player. He's going to be a star. And then every year, something would happen, whether it was an injury or a slow start or whatever it was. He seems to finally be putting it all together. And uh, I think he's a guy to watch. Uh, if you can buy low on him right now, uh, the sky's the limit for him. Uh, Jazz Chisholm was having a phenomenal year. Uh, he's on the IL right now, but I think when he comes back, he's a really exciting player to watch. And the guy in the first week that we were all talking about and going, who is this guy? Jeremy Mercedes just keeps hitting. He's hitting 386. Seriously. And, you know, now with Luis Robert out and we know Elo Jimenez is out, he's going to have to help carry the load there in Chicago. If he can do it, he's going to be a fascinating story. A guy in his late 20s coming in for the first time uh, and doing this. And I think the last thing I would say is if you have any John Means stuff, unload it right now because we've seen that's all Joe the Musgrove. Yep. We've seen with Joe Musgrove. We've seen with Carlos Bordon. Get rid of him. These guys throwing no hitter, you know, their cards spike. Everybody's looking at them. Uh, and then if he goes back to being just a good pitcher, and John Means is a good pitcher. He's been an all-star before. But again, same Baltimore thing that we talked about with Mullins. Uh, it's just I don't know that it's going to be sustainable card-wise. So, uh, you know, if you have some John Means stuff, uh, today is the data to look to move it. Could not agree more. Yeah, good stuff. Well, hey, that was it, Mark. I really appreciate it. Like I said, I know it was super last minute. I texted Mark at like 7.30 in the morning. I was like, what am I doing? I feel like some people probably sleep. Probably not the best <laughs> idea, but anyways. Hey, uh, any big pickups for you PC-wise? I know you've been talking about some Chris Paul, some LeBron stuff. Been doing any buying lately? Yeah, I picked up a Chris Paul rookie auto that's been uh, uh, is now one of the gems of my collection. I picked up a Albert Pujols uh, 2001 Topps Gallery uh, nice. rookie that it's just a beautiful card. And, you know, Pujols is one of those guys. Sure thing, Lock Hall of Famer. Uh, and then I picked up something on your advice. 
uh, one of your straight cash homies a few weeks ago, <laughs> the Tim Duncan Bowman's best rookie. Oh, nice. Uh, and I picked up a PSA nine of that. It seems like that's moving in the right direction as well. So still dabbling mm-hmm. a little bit here and there. Uh, I whiffed on the Trevor Lawrence box like you did. Uh, but yeah. my, my buddy, Danny, scored one of the autos. Oh, I saw oh. that low number too. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of 16. So that's, uh, I believe that's at PSA right now. And uh, I'm sure that'll be, that'll be uh, somewhere on the market relatively soon. Yeah. Nice. Well, hey, nice. We do appreciate you coming back. Thank you so much for all the, uh, the MLB talk, Mark, and we'll catch up with you down the road. My pleasure. Also, I just want to say, Jesse, keep doing what you're doing, man. The guests <laughs> love Jesse. It's true. 60 pounds in the last few months. And I know how hard it is. I was going to say, you look like you lost weight, but it's not really the time or place to say that. So keep doing what you're doing, man. It's we're, we're rooting for you. It's, it's so hard. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate there it, man. There you go. Good deal. All right, that All was right. Mark Feinsand from the MLB Network. Second time on the show. First Sweetest guy guest. we've ever had. Is that the first reoccurring guest we've had? I think oh it might goodness, be. Oh, my goodness, it is. Oh, God, we are big. We're getting big. We're big timing. Okay, I don't know about getting big, but that's <laughs> fine. Anyways, that was Mark. I know we've had the you know the talk. Hey, we haven't done enough MLB talk. Um, we don't do it because, like I said, I haven't been paying attention. Jesse doesn't know what baseball is. Uh, Feinsand I, has literally stick. forgotten more. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched The Natural yet with Robert Redford? I am going to watch it this weekend. Saturday, there's a baby shower. I don't know. There's some. I don't know what's going on. I know that I'm not involved. It's not a baby. It's It's a a bridal shower, you donkey. Well, we don't know. Maybe. No, God. Oh. No, we know. It's a bridal shower. It's a bridal shower. shower. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't know. I know I'm not involved. And that is daddy time where I'm going to be watching The Natural all by myself. So. Okay, so here's your day. I also don't want to say daddy time ever again. That sounded weird. It's fine with me. At least you have kids and said it. If you didn't, it'd be even worse. That's fair. Start with the natural. Then right. I'm telling you, you got to get blue chips in the rotation. That has to happen this week. All right. Nick Nolte at his prime. Nick Nolte is not someone you say, hey, watch that movie because Nick Nolte's in it. De Niro, (laughs) Hackman, your Pacinos, your Nolte's. Shaquille O'Neal's in the movie. Your guy. Oh, Oh, never. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, you're in. Um, PSA. The PSA letter, the email that went around, just the, again, we talked about, but just the cliff notes. They've yes. hired more people. By yep. the end of May, it mentions, they're going to be almost completely caught up by the end of, so I think about mid-June, they're going to start, it sounds like at least, they're going to have to start taking submissions. I can't imagine they're going to wait around on July, until July to start getting things in. I wouldn't think. I mean, but they the wording is, the project we're first, making though. keeps us on track. Okay. To begin reintroducing services. Which is still huge. Fruits. So I'm not sure which price levels will be back. The economy level, I have no idea. I wonder if prices are going to go up. Because everybody else upped them even they more had so. Them, they had already I know they had already I'd be them. surprised. And if they do, they do. I mean, we'll wait and see. Again, I think they're going to keep that economy level expensive enough to keep a lot of the super cheap stuff out. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Guys always make that complaint, though. You know, these guys sending in $5 base cards. I still think if the markup is so crazy incredible on a PSA 10, it's worth it. But I do think pricing is going to be so where it's not going to be worth it. I'm also starting to rethink. I don't think there's going to be the floodgates opening with all the stuff returning, but I didn't think for a minute they were actually going to st- live up to the July 1st deadline. The I fact didn't that all these cards are coming back, that's incredible. It, it, to me. Does, it does line up nicely for me with moving all. That's part of the reason I'm moving all those jaws as well. Rare stuff I still have no issue with, high end vintage. But ultra modern now, especially base stuff, if we're going to see an influx of it come back, I do think you got to be careful. Not that pop is everything, but it does play some factor in it. So I, I am I am going to be reluctant to really go heavy on base stuff until I thing. can kind of see the market results. Here's here's a business idea for someone out there listening. And be sure to cut us in for a chunk if you is actually start this you? business. Is it for us? We I, I don't want to get in the international game. You got tariffs, taxes. That's what you need, though. You need someone in the international space, an importer exporter, if you will, who can get these cards out to Art the rest of the world Vandalay. who wants them. Because <laughs> there, there's Latex. about to be a. I mean, if if there's any indication by the what we heard from Steve Sloan when he said, you know, the millions of cards in backlog, like there's going to be a flood of cards going out that are graded. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see you know the U.S. market all of a sudden drop because of this but inevitably that's going to happen unless you can of course grow your market and there is a market for them outside the u.s as well as a growing one here but outside the u.s it's already primed and ready they just need to get their hands on it so if there's someone out there who could do that 
I'm just saying that's a business idea. They still don't have that one selling platform that is really internationally friendly. I mean, eBay does international sales, obviously, but it's nowhere near the level. And it's all dependent on who you're buying from, too. Like, they don't have to send it. Hey, when is Nat? Isn't Nat Turner coming on? I was, well, that's what I was going to point out before when we had our little moment. Um, Nat Turner coming on May 20th. So not this coming Thursday, but the following Thursday. A two-week tease. Two-week. Two Thursdays. Two two Thursdays. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was right. So anyway, yeah. Nat Turner's coming on. We'll get to talk to him about the Genement thing uh, where they acquired this technology new, to help them with grading. Yep. And then we can ask him, you know, maybe some of these other things as well. Perfect. I mean, your ability is just perfect. Um, this day in history, one quick note. Then we're oh, going to do your thing. Calm down. We haven't done this in Straight cash, homie. Uh, 1998. So what's that, 23 years ago? So why would you... I don't. I think the people can figure it out if they right, want to know on, how many years my, ago. Let me hold up my fingers real quick. Hang on. Twenty strikeouts against the Astros, tying Roger Clemens. That's still the record, I believe. That is the reason you do not invest in pitchers, guys like that. Kerry Wood. This was such a crazy phenomenon when it happened. Also, a guy named Mark Pryor, a couple years later, came along and was pitching. Those two were like unbelievable, and they actually had some hobby play back then. It was a different world in the hobby, but they did mm-hmm. both have a hobby play. But it is crazy to me. The fact that he tied Clemens, even Clemens' market, crazy down. Overall point being, I just don't buy pitchers ever for any reason. I, I have two. I have two this days in history. One. fast because we have a big Willie Mays. This is Willie Mays' date of birth. 90. May 6, 1931. Second, and I think this could actually affect the cards. We need to start yeah. pumping up Willie so I can dump his cards. Still got those two rookies. If anybody's looking to drop... Uh, 50,000. 75,000. Just let 75. Me Here we go. We'll have him in um, Wisconsin. Dave Nicholson. Do you know who this is? Do you know who Dave Nicholson Lead is? Lead singer Nickelback. Sure. Canadian yeah, born. That's, that's the one. Yeah. Baseball's longest Ooh. major league home run during a regular season game was hit on May 6, 1964. 532 feet. So far off. 573 feet by Dave Nicholson. What year? Um, this is uh, 1964. For the Chicago Dang. White Sox. There you go. This day in history. And it was sports related. It didn't have to do with anything no with moving twinkies, your body. No escalators. No. No. I'm all, all right. business. Two things you're cutting out, by the way. Jesse, yep. not eating those Twinkies anymore. No. He's, he's a stair man now. No escalators. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you, if you see the. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about weight loss. Um, I didn't bring this up, so. No, it's fine. It's fine. Well, maybe I did. I, I'm d- <laughs> I have. My biggest hurdle right now is the exercising changed. A lot. And I find that I have so little time during the day or I make so little time. I'm going to have more, but I've made so little time for exercising. I think I would be at a greater weight loss uh, at this point than I am. Are you quitting Dell right now? I am. Oh, God. Wait, please, someone, on. where's it? Someone Ronic, just give drum, Ronic, drum roll <laughs> sound effects. This is the two week notice. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm not. Unless someone wants to uh, increase my pay, like, you know, not a big deal. Give me like 10 grand a month. It's not I'm not asking for a lot. Um, a it's not what we discussed. I'm just saying that's what I want. I'm not Move saying along. that's what I currently make. You're um, saying something about bottom line is that I am down about 12 pounds since last Monday. Um, nice. I will hopefully increase my uh, exercising. The calorie cutting is really what's done it so far. So there you go. There's your update. Still going well. And the positivity does not get old, people. Thank you so much for reaching out. That is so incredibly awesome. Uh, yeah, so down to 426. I, I'm just going to say this. I am never going to bring this up on the show. This is a you thing. I'm not going to be pushy. Fine. You want to be left fine. alone about it? I'm excited. I'm not wanting to be left alone. I just don't want to talk say about this. every week. Let's say this. Or every We're going to be in Wisconsin in a week. A week from today, we land. Yep. 3.50 by then. That's a reasonable <laughs> That's a, you, You're not asking anything that isn't acceptable. Yeah. I'm going to be six that. feet, and you're yep. going to lose a buck, a buck 20. Everybody's happy. That's yep. you know, 75 pounds. Nothing. Done. Uh, no. I'm not going to do this often because it's super awkward. Proud of you. Good Thanks, for you. Thanks, bud. It's horrible. You want to see the most awkward conversation of all time is when Jesse or yep. I compliment one another. It's not brutal. good. Brutal. I would unnatural. rather him insult every female <laughs> member of my family than tell me I did a good job and vice versa. It's brutal. Do your thing. Let's move along. That's fine. Good. Straight cash, homie. I, I feel like a, recently it's been bad. 
it's not been good. You're pitch. doing great though, bud. You're awesome. <laughs> Everything's wonderful. Your whole family's terrible. Um, couple just random ones this week. We already, I mean, sell John Means. We talked about that. Straight trash homie right there. Um, not trash, but no hitter. A yeah. little bit of a spike in his numbers probably. Get rid of everything you've got. The one specific buy is a guy we talked about. Cody Bellinger, 2000. We've talked about this before. I liked it at a buck 80 earlier in the season. Never took off because of the injury. That 2017 PSA 10 Tops flagship card is now $125. I would buy that up and I would sell it off in the next few weeks. I'm kind of leery with the whole PSA bunch of, you know, floodgates releasing, new mm -hmm. stuff hitting the market. I am to a degree. I'm not going to overreact about it, though. But I think there's profit to be made there. I think we could easily see after a week of him coming back, I think that car could get back to 175 to $200. I don't think that's okay. unattainable. Okay. I would buy Bellinger. Uh, another guy, I don't have a specific card even in mind, but 2018 Bowman is when Hunter Green, he was a number two pick in the 2017 draft. He made his first start last night. I think it was double A. Hit a over 100 on the gun a couple times, up to 102. The guy was good before he got injured. No, I am not a huge fan of buying pitchers, but that guy is dirt cheap compared to for the hype of being a number two guy. The injury obviously, you know, thwarted his history or his hobby impact. If you can pick up 2018 Hunter Green stuff, I just think that's a random thing you could find, especially like at a card show. That's a guy who's been forgotten so long. You find his first Chrome, even first autos. I just think it's been two years since he's done anything. That's the type of guy who could potentially be, you know, just forgotten about and just be left aside. The okay. other two are just random, just kind of from a breaking standpoint. Two new products released yesterday. Eddie's going to be doing some PYTs, pick your team breaks on the page as well. For some reason, the Dodgers are underpriced in every break I've seen them. If you can get the Dodgers under $100 in a full case of Tier 1 baseball, I think it's a great buy. Their checklist is pretty loaded, and they're one of the top five or six teams in my opinion, according to Checklist, and they're selling for less than half of like the Angels, Yankees, Braves. I think they're a good buy, and I still think the Pats, if you can buy the Patriots in a full master case of Flawless, which would be two briefcases for under 500 bucks, 600 bucks even, I think it's, if you have some cash and you're a little bit on the higher end, I think it's a great chase. Almost all Brady autos and Flawless are Patriots, not with the box. So there you go. I have a straight cash only. I concur. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Um... Michael Phelps, 2004. I, I want to point out that if you go to eBay right now, there are a few other cards of his. This is the one that seems to be uh, their most quantity because if you go to PSA grading, he's got, you know, there's, I found at least three other cards that actually have some PSA grading on them. However, okay. the populations on all of them are like a total, if you took all three cards, I think, 25 of them have been graded, uh, you know, not very many at all. So I say all that to say Michael Phelps is the greatest swimmer of all time. There are graded ones uh, of this 2004 Michael Phelps rookie review card. It came out of a magazine. It is the one that I feel like most people are going to uh, go to if, the, if he becomes big because it's the only one out there that they can actually get their hands on. Do not go after the graded one. There's a graded one from a company called PGI Grading. If you do the do yourself a little research, pgigrading.com is by far the saddest website I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I I just want you to go to it so you can see that this website was made in 1997 and has not been updated since. Hey, well, baby. That is not an over exaggeration. Um so that being said, the PGI grading cards uh, on here, there's almost no value distinction between just the, the raw ungraded card and that. So don't worry about getting a graded one. But I will say it's a blue 2004 Michael Phelps rookie card. It's about $20. I say get it now because he is, I mean, the greatest swimmer of all time. Why not have the graded, the GOAT of any sport for 20 bucks, I mean, I think that's a great deal. Speaking of the GOAT, Matt Bonner from the Spurs had us on. Is that's that the card from Spurslandia. We joined that podcast. Uh, he signed this. This is from his rookie shoot he was talking about on that podcast. Spurslandia is the name. Sports cards nonsense, quotations now, is, oh, no, not quotations, excuse me. This is a smudge. Is wicked awesome, Matt Bonner. Pretty cool. He also sent me a Darko Milicic. And this was a straight cash homie on his podcast. John Schuster, your boy. Did he send you? That's my card. That's your. That card. is you mine. Get, you get the Schuster. So, uh, 
I just had a guy message me. What did you think of that announcement? I don't know what announcement he's even talking about. This is Cohen, so I wonder if it's a grading thing. Maybe he'll say what it is before we're done here. So um, let's hit mailbag. If he comes back with something big. Announcements like you're terrible. I'm like, okay. We actually took up a decent amount of time, and I have so many questions. So I, we're at we're at like 45 minutes. Let's go. Let's hit a bunch. Joel Brand from the Facebook. That's the only time we're saying it. We're time sensitive. Go. What's the story behind naming the podcast Sports Cards Nonsense? I wanted to save this one. I forgot that this was the first question. Let me field this one. So what happened was Mike's mom was over visiting him and he goes up to his office. He's if you ever go in his office, cards everywhere. And she goes in. Is this serious? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And she goes in and she's looking around. And this is like right at the time that we're talking about the, the podcast, naming it. And she's like, what's with all the sports cards nonsense around here? And it, I mean, it just clicked. And that was that was how we got You're the an name. Idiot. I thought this was a real story. Don't ever tell anybody anything. I never want to tell anyone the truth because we get that question like, a lot. I was going to say, mom hasn't don't, been down here since. The truth is there is no truth. Don't stop. Okay. Good. Mark. Next. There you go. Go on. <laughs> there you go, Joel. Caleb Michael Sarvis from the Facebook. Do you think the Topps Trevor Lawrence autos will hold value? Or no. will they drop in price as soon as the licensed football cards are released? Yes, they'll drop in value as soon as... Now, they won't tank. Trevor Lawrence stuff's going to be expensive. But I think they are going to sell... My advice to people who had them, I wouldn't have even sent the PSA. I wouldn't grade them. I would have sold them immediately. Really? I could okay. be wrong. We'll see. Um, they're never going to tank. It's Trevor Lawrence, at least not this year. Um, but yeah, when when pro stuff comes out, pro uniform stuff, licensed Panini stuff, it's going to drop some. So, yeah. Okay. Um, you've kind of talked about this a little bit, but uh, for those new to listening, Adam Dawson wants to know, discuss some cards or players that you can't say no to buying if the price is right. Not for from a flipping or investing standpoint, just like you love them, you got to buy it. Brady, Griffey, Larry Bird, Bill Russell. That's my four biggest PC guys. I love anything rare. High end. Um, I love Jim Brown stuff, vintage stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. That's about it. Those five guys. Yeah, uh, nothing. You know, Red Sox wise, I would like to land like a Manny. Like if I can find like a Manny Ramirez bat knob or bat barrel card uh, or like a Pedro Martinez. They, those guys just don't have a ton of super high end, like one on one crazy type stuff like that. But Pedro, Manny. Um, yeah, that's pretty okay. much it. Okay. Ari Rosenbaum from the Facebook. In terms of cards, we know modern cards are hot, but the population of graded cards may be an issue going forward, you know, alluding to the PSA uh, thing. Has he looking, heard the show? Looking at vintage and low pops, do you see any areas that are undervalued? Uh, he gives examples like maybe 70s hockey, 70s basketball. What are your thoughts on any vintage undervalue? I, I Overall, I think vintage football will be the next thing to really spike. Johnny Unitas and even Jim Brown for what they are, as great as they were in the game, mm -hmm. the 57 Unitas card rookie and the 58 Jim Brown, I still think are very undervalued for what they are. Um, I just, well, football, football's never had that spike. NFL hasn't really been in play since the, I mean, the boom of February that we saw earlier this year. That was already, you know, Super Bowl was basically done with. And then this will be the first time regular season football right. has come up since but the 80s bumped like montana marino elway jim kelly those guys did spike well and i just mean yes they did i just mean like this will bring more attention to that specific sport of, so. of nfl and then maybe go to venture more so too walter payton's another guy i mean we've seen a little bit of a bump i think he's actually down now kind of following the basketball pattern but in general i think there are still better finds in vintage football than almost anywhere else okay but when those take off, I don't know. I, you know, the vintage market is tricky. So, um, Jason Otero, break down the challenge of allocation for breakers. At what points are consumers priced out of breaks? So the challenge for allocation, you got to spend a ton of money to get cases. You have to buy a ton of stuff and rebuy at super high pricing, which means then you have to present it to your customers for higher prices. You know, the more you spend, the more you get. That number used to be fifty to 100000 Annual spend would get you solid numbers. Now it's not anything big to have a million-dollar account. I mean, the breaking dynamic has just totally changed. The, the thought about when is it pricing people out, it's more expensive to get in, no question. 
uh, Eddie broke a case of Crown Royal basketball yesterday at like six thousand bucks, which was pretty cheap considering they're going for seven grand on the on the whole on the retail market. Yes, that is more expensive than Crown that used to be two thousand three or four years ago. He also pulled a Dirk Nowitzki one one logo patch auto silhouette that probably does a few thousand dollars in and of itself. So yeah, it is much more expensive to get in. The returns when you do hit. I almost think like it's the same percentage. It's it's almost been like a climbing parallel. I don't know how to describe that any better, but like box prices increased, potential to hit a bigger card is increased. So yeah, you could still get murdered if you skunk and don't hit anything. Um, and some guys have sadly, yeah, some guys have gotten priced out. Um, but in general, I just feel like, you know, a lot of guys, it's just a bigger market overall. It's more to get in, you can make more in it. I think there's kind of a parallel there to a degree. Okay. Uh, Rip, Oh boy! Just Camo. We don't need the names. See. Give me the first name only. No, they want people want to know who they they want to hear. Their people name want me to butcher their. They name want to be in Hollywood. Camo Lucy um, asks sports card question: Is there any added value in a player's card from their MVP season or any other like award time uh, that would affect their value? So we've seen this in vintage. It does like the Marish year, which I don't remember the year when he hit the the home run record, the home run chase, like that card has always carried some weight. Now, though, I mean, like Aaron Rodgers stuff from last year because he was the MVP, I don't think really carries any more extra weight. Um, it's really just rookie year. Uh, even like guys who won a Super Bowl, Brady won the Super Bowl last year. That didn't really affect his card market, but the fact that he went to a new team, if a guy goes to a new team and succeeds, that's big. Peyton Manning stuff, his first year with the Broncos, has a little bit more weight. Brady... 2020 product for the Buccaneers has a little bit more weight. So, yeah, yeah, but not so much when it's like an individual record. You know, even Mahomes stuff. I mean, Mahomes went absolutely crazy and had 50-plus, you know, touchdowns. I don't know that it necessarily moved all that much that year. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think there's much. Some guys may find data that says different. Off the top of my head, though, if I'm buying a card, it's a rookie or it's not. It's, I don't think back, like, hey, what happened that year? Uh, Tyler, Stetzel. what time do we fly out next Thursday? I've got a question on the list related to next Thursday. Um, we, I think Did we leave around time. two or three. I think we record before we go. I don't want to. That was my question. Over there. Yeah. Are we recording on the plane? <laughs> I mean, we do have first class tickets. I don't want to brag about it. They were so cheap. It was amazing. <laughs> Not mad I'm at so COVID excited. about that one. You know, the, it's a little victories in COVID you got to take. The fact that we have to sit next to each other is still. It's okay. What? I'm lifting up the middle seat and I'm just going to roll onto your side. So don't worry about it. I'll be fine. Here's the question for next week. Good, because I'm going to get in trouble. Daniel <laughs> Kim, are you tall enough for the water park at the Kalahari? That's at, up in the thing. Me and Daniel Kim did not have the smoothest start on our Facebook relationship. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, I would have to see a high I mean, I'm not going to the amusement park anyways. A bunch of kids running around coughing that. all over everything. I do we'll know that. There. I am not going We're anywhere going. near an amusement park. <laughs> it's like literally just licking doorknobs when you go to that place. Just that's COVID fair. everywhere. No thanks. Snots and kids and... So gross. the answer no. is you don't want to risk it, so you're not so, going. Got so it. the answer is I don't know that I could get in. So although with the spike, the hair is growing. I got to get my hair cut by next week. With the with the spike, I might. Thank you, Dave. I believe that. Movie question, since we've been bringing it up so much. Kevin Armstrong wants to know, and this is, apparently Kevin Armstrong has a podcast or a show, because he says, I always ask each guest who plays them in a movie, what would we say as far as when the sports cards nonsense movie gets made, who plays us? I'll tell you the first thing I'd say. Why are you wasting your money making this movie? Seth MacFarlane. That's the only... Seth MacFarlane is the only person I'm ever accused of looking somewhat like. There you go. Wait, Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy and all that stuff? Who's the only Seth MacFarlane you know? I mean, yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, have I got the right person? Some okay. people say I look like You him. have dark I, I hair. Never... You're Italian descent. I'm not saying it's accurate. I'm just saying it's the only celebrity I've ever been like, oh, I could see how you could kind of be. That's do your, Although, do your best Peter Griffin impression right now. I don't even know who that is. Um, oh, my. That must be Family Guy then, because I don't know what it is, and you love that show. I Here's don't funny, it. though. Just, last it. week, Friday, we closed on the house. I had to go to the, um, what is it, title company? Closed. Mm -hmm. And the lady referred to me as the situation. I have not been this offended. <laughs> I was crushed. Any sort of an affiliation with Jersey Shore. I was Give like, me oh. her number. I I was, first of all, her. I was like, she's married. I was like, I don't tan. 
I'm not out there tanning like some clown. There's not nine pounds of gel in my hair. I can walk past a mirror without gawking in it. I just, I got that, oh man. Do you or do you not use a blow dryer to fix your hair? Every day. That, that's all I need to hear. That is all I need to that's hear. That's the Jersey the situation. Connection. That's oh. all you need. I don't, you think this beautiful quaff, that's a, that's a comb. That's a metal what, comb. What was that word? And that's it. Quaff. Don't start. You know you're going to lose that battle. Here's Don't a movie question, question for you. You know what Hannah's favorite movie is? Sports movie? She brought this up to me today. Is it something ice ice skating princess? Nope. Football. Really? Oh. Once you um, hear it. Oh, he got it. Dang it. Oh, uh, the Tennessee Titans. The Titans. Remember the Titans. Oh, no. Blindside. That's a- I never would have thought oh, that. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Right, By the on. way, before we move on, I didn't get to answer my part. Oh, yeah. It. Who's yours? Chris Farley. Is a, you got to admit this? Give the He's people some back. He's not alive. He couldn't do it. Can we call? Yeah. Are we calling Chris? Chris Farley is the one guy, though. People always say about Jesse because Jesse has the person. <laughs> Jesse's a funny dude. It doesn't hurt wait here people, or here. I can't wait right? for people to meet you in Wisconsin and see how actually funny you are. You, they get a be, glimpse of it here, but it's going to be great. He'll probably gonna, be sick. He'll probably be, be sick the whole time. <laughs> Let's already plan that. I'm just sick. so who? Gonna, so who's playing you? Kevin James, Danny DeVito. Perfect. <laughs> and I'll play Arnold. Twins there two. it is. Oh All my right. goodness. Could you imagine? I All right. about it right now. What time is it? We got like another Doesn't question. Matter. We here. got a few more. Go ahead. Just read the question. <laughs> okay. Um, Ryan Mock wants to know, when you load up on a player you believe in, but he busts after a season or two, do you? what do you do with the cards? Do you sell at a loss, dump in a cheap lot, trade? You should know this. Otani. Uh, what did you do yeah. with Otani? Otani, I just dumped off everything individually. I just sold them all. Let them ride. Most of it, I just let ride at auction or I just put in lots on Facebook and sold. Yep. Once I've decided, hey, I'm not going to make money, I just want to be done with it, get the money back. Even if it's a loss, get it back as fast as I can to reinvest to start making it. Along the okay. way, you're going to have some losses. Just be move along. Or if you want to just sit on stuff forever too, you can. But if it's basic numbers if you have a thousand dollars to invest in the hobby that's all you can play with and it's tied up in a guy you think is just going to keep tanking or isn't going to move for a while then sell it off for 800 take your loss reinvest and do you know i just i don't like being restricted by a player now if there's things that are way down my kobe collection is way cheaper now than it was two months ago i won't sell it but i don't need the money right now i needed the money i'd think about it so a lot of it just depends on your situation there's an idea in economics called sunk cost that would uh, probably play in here where you've already spent the money. You want to see how it goes, even though in your heart of hearts, you know, there's no way you're getting that money back. You just got to you got to take the hit, sell it and then reinvest so you can actually do something with the money. There Boom. you go. Roasted. Go. Beautiful mind over here. All right. Nathan Richmond. If Aaron Rodgers is traded to, let's say, hopefully my Broncos, do you see a bump in his cards? If he gets traded to a legit contender, if he got traded to the Broncos, yep. Um, but man, he's got to go. I don't think the news of him being traded is enough to just have him bump. Um, he's got to perform. Yeah, he's another guy too. Like he's he's almost like trout level. His numbers are so good. He's so excellent, generational type talent. What does Rodgers have to do to really move the needle? Because we've seen him have unbelievable uh, regular seasons, start to finish, MVPs. You know. I, he's another guy. I just think if he comes out, and I don't think he's getting traded, but if he comes out just because the entire football market, I think is going to start moving in August, September when they start playing. If he's traded somewhere where there's a little bit of hype, if we see him on the field, if he goes to the Broncos and him and Jerry Judy have a great connection, sure. Um, I just, I, I would be so shocked if he got traded. But if he's traded somewhere, people think there's, the news of him being traded, there's hype. It's possible, but I think people need to see it first. Like, I don't think the day he's traded, his numbers just take off. Um, all right. Let's do at least one more here. Do Brian, two more. Two more. Okay. Brian no. Jackson, would you sell a Soto or a Kuna, Zion or Jaw, to buy goats like Trout, Jordan, Kobe? Another question that's very hypothetical, right? Um, for me right now, if I could make money on those and I bought those guys to invest and I have enough play money to say, I'm, I'm working with 10 grand, I've got 10 grand. I say, Hey, I want to throw 2000 bucks into a Brady to put away. I'm good with that. As long as it doesn't prohibit the flipping game. I'm a big proponent of the, the burn and turn should pay for everything in the PC. 
So I'm if you if you have a bunch of soda, soda's cheap. But Akun is selling pretty well right now. You're telling me, hey, I'm going to sell a bunch of this guy and I'm going to throw half the money I sell it for into a PC card. Use the other half to keep buying, selling, keep going. I like that play, but I but I'm not of the mindset of hey, I'm going to sell everything I have to buy that one card that I'm putting away and then it takes me out of the game. So if it's going to restrict your play in the hobby, because I, I like the hustle of it, I think it's a cool grind. I, I like to be able to grind things out and the payment be not oh I made a thousand bucks this week flipping cards, but oh I bought that thousand dollar card off the profits and I'm still in the game with the money I had. I'm okay with that. Um, okay. All right. Last question. Um, oh God, Gilly. Yep. Gilly. This is why we read names? Gilliam Westenbaum uh, from the well, Facebook. I, I don't know. Can I, yeah, <laughs> make a joke. I was gonna say cover that up. Choose, you choose one base PSA ten or a silver PSA nine of the same player, given comparable price in pop count. Right now, base ten because I, I I think that game's still alive and well. Five years from now. Or three years from now, even the silver. Long if you're holding one, the silver. But if you're like, hey, I want to get in and burn and turn, flip you, the flip game, the base to hold the silver. Interesting. What do we have can any you explain why week? you say that? Yeah, because I, I think we're going to see this, the market start getting flooded to a degree. You also just have a lot of guys talking negatively about the base thing now, and people are all of a sudden people are real worried about comps and or okay. about populations. I mean. With PSA releasing like they are, that's not going to change. It's going to get even more flooded. Some. So yeah, long term, I'd rather have the silver, but okay, because cool. uh, I think at some point in the future, not the very near future, we just see the base model kind of start to fall out. So, got it. What are we doing in here next week? Do we have Do we have guests? We're just living the dream, buddy. Are we wide open Live next week? It. We are living the dream. So and that means yes, we're, we're wide open. To Wisconsin, I'm so we're wide to, open next week. I'm just I'm just trying to say yes. Yeah, you could just say yes. It's fine. I was I really I said, wanted to know. I said we're living the dream. That's the um, same thing. I'm going to see if Simmons will come on Thursday because the Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, God. Here we go. Just for a segment. He doesn't want to do for the a full segment? show again. Okay. God. He's well, the Hall of Fame me, is next week. Makes me so nervous. I want to get us. I want to talk some Kobe Garnett and okay. Duncan. I think the audience would prefer that. So let's do it. If he'll I think do the audience it. prefers Jesse, please. Don't let his numbers Stop fool you. Stop it. You, compliments again. We said not to do that. Cool. Well, we'll release the show this afternoon. You'll hear it soon. A couple hours sportscardsnonsense.com for all our vendors, card services, anything you we need. We just added ask questions. a new vendor on there. Uh, card Ladder, oh, baby. That's right. So with Card Ladder now, uh, it's a way to track your collection, check comps. It's it's the most well... It's the... I don't know how to say that. Most well-researched. Doesn't sound right, but that's what it is. It's a better, more accurate, cheaper in card sports card investor app, whatever that thing is. Market movers. Yeah. Market movers. Yeah. Yeah. Like to overall have a better, better like to have yeah. it better in every way and cheaper. And you get it cheaper for, by a going to us. 15% discount code on the website. You um, can find yeah. nowhere else but us. Yes. Yeah, so and, and just so we're upfront about this, the biggest struggle they have, and Chris from Card Letter knows this, is the amount of cards on the site. They add cards every day. They, they are working to catch up with that. But yes, not every card in your collection is going to be on there. Not every card in my collection is on there. But you can it's, manually add them. Yeah, that's the thing. You can manually add the stuff in there and kind of track it yourself. And then a lot of the stuff I had, like mainstream stuff, was on there anyways. And just the research, you can literally check comps for the history of a card. It, it's the most thorough way to comp cards and see peaks and valleys of stuff. It's not even close. So. And the difference as far as like keeping track of those comps, they're not including like crazy values. Yeah, they get like, rid of the outliers, the stupid yeah. stuff. And if it's, not a vet, if it's a private sale, if it's not vetted, they don't add it. Because you do see that on some of these other crap sites. That's hey, something Martin Rivers selling, does not do. Yeah, this Otani selling for 200 bucks. Oh, one just sold for 900 The comp is now... 280 on average yeah no somebody was just shilling their auction i do like that feature as well so yeah discount codes there uh grading services are on there uh breaking grading consignment all that stuff there just go, go to the website we'll be back on monday we'll see if if mr simmons will join us on uh, okay. on thursday i think it'd be cool especially with the hall of fame coming up absolutely and then i'm gonna see if the week after we can get vernon to join us so maybe two weeks from today on, oh no that's not turner day that that's not turner that's day. That stinks because that the playoffs start that weekend. We're not bumping Nat Turner. For Chris Vernon, I would bump Nat in a heartbeat. Are you out of your Nat, mind? I'm just saying. Don't, don't don't say like I want saying, the guy to I'm come just on the show. I I want him to come on. I just I don't know. I don't know if we we could get Vernon to move a day. I don't think we can get Nat to move a day. It was hard enough to get him on the day. Okay, I'm just gonna say you're gonna hate me now. <laughs> but I'm, let me just tell you right now. Don't. I don't know if Chris is still listening to the show. 
as religiously as he used to. I know he's a busy guy. NBA season's in the midst of it. If Vernon's like, hey, dude, I'd like to come on that Thursday before the playoffs start. We, we have them both on. I will kick you in that off, oh, I Thomas. <laughs> there you go. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network. Listen to it anywhere you want. Anywhere you can get it. I don't know. If you're hearing this, you're already listening to it. So just do what you did today. Again, <laughs> yeah, do this. we'll be back on Monday. Again. Join the Facebook group. I always pump that up. I think it is the best place for questions. Even if they're relatively new and dumb questions, people get worried about that. Ask all the new stupid questions you want on the group. There's a ton of guys there with knowledge who are happy to share. So there you go. Jesse, have a wonderful day. I'm going to go take the dogs out and clean you up. You too, bud. So, hope can't not, wait. Hope there's not a lot of poop for you. Nothing Goodbye. Have a good day. <laughs>